0: What's up? This is Adrian Ray from Vagrant Queen, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Is this pessimist? Is there an airing of grievances? That's what I was just
1: going to say, unless you want to air your grievances... (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, d- I don't know if it's
2: something that should be on the podcast, but I'll tell you guys like in between the next episode. <laughs> cool,
0: we're recording. Well, hopefully this hopefully this helps you have a better day. For sure it <laughs> does. Hey Perfect. everybody, welcome to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Juan. And today we are going to be talking about our pop culture classic, planes, trains, and automobiles, which is my favorite Thanksgiving movie. I don't know why we're watching it for
1: Christmas. <laughs> not a Christmas movie. Uh, I, I, not at all. I, I, I don't remember why Jason chose it. He, he explained it to it in the he group message, was, but I can't remember.
0: He said, it, he said it was a great holiday movie, ah. but it's not, a, it's not a Christmas movie. It's a Thanksgiving That's movie. That's all
1: right. It's a holiday movie. Christmas Man, is a holiday.
0: I'm just saying – I never watch Planes Trains and Automobiles for Christmas. I always watch it on Thanksgiving. But
1: to be fair, Every year. to be fair, to I be mean fair. there you you know I, th- Thanksgiving is mentioned maybe a handful of times in there because he's going back for Thanksgiving, but it's not really like the overarching I don't think it's Thanksgiving everywhere. Look at all the turkeys like it's just it's kind of it's not, it's, 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 of it's the force like that's propelling movie. you forward.
0: I'm just saying it's the only Thanksgiving movie I know about, so I watch it on Thanksgiving.
2: <laughs> so true. I'm a, I can't think of another Thanksgiving movie. I'm I don't make think there con- are. I'm
1: going to make a confession. <laughs> I've never seen this movie until just now.
2: Whoa. Really? Yes. I thought so, I had. I thought I had. I feel like we've talked about it before on the show, too.
1: I think the only thing we've talked about is Gabe watching it for Thanksgiving.
0: Because I watch it literally every single year for yeah, Thanksgiving. Like as as far is. as pop culture classics go, this is by far the one that I have seen the most. Like I like unless we would have said like a Christmas story or like oh, Scrooge or Muppet's Christmas Carol, something like that, there are literally not any other movies that I watch every single year. And like this this movie, every Thanksgiving, we get done with dinner. We sit down, we watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and fucking 90% of the time, I fall asleep in the last third of the movie. <laughs> like, get, get to the part to, they don't know which way we're going. They're drunk. <laughs> they that, don't know where we
2: are going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when he, so this movie is one of the, Like, if we're going to think of it just as, like, a a holiday movie, this is by (laughs) far the funniest holiday movie that's out there. Like, John Candy and Steve Martin fucking nail this movie. Like, it is so good. And, like, every line is on point and builds to the end in a way that, like, only John Hughes can do. For sure.
1: So, so... let me let me do this real quick. Planes, Trains, and Auto- Automobiles is a 1987 American comedy film written, produced, and directed by John Hughes. It stars Steve Martin as Neil Page, a high-strung high marketing executive, and John Candy as Del Griffith, a good-hearted but annoying shower curtain ring salesman. They share a three-day odyssey of misadventures trying to get Neil home to Chicago in time for Thanksgiving with his family. The film received critical acclaim, with many critics praising it for... Hughes is branching out from teen comedies. I was April, May, June, July, August, September, October. I was eight months old at the time of this release.
0: <laughs> well, that doesn't mean it's not awesome because this movie's great. It's great. What? I I
1: love Steve Martin. I love John Candy. I love Chevy Chase. I love all of these comedians who kind of came in this era of of movie comedy and i like i don't they're they're from
0: that second city like saturday night live group like bill murray john candy chevy chase steve martin like those guys eddie murphy those guys are killers at comedy
1: it's it's hard to beat especially together it's hard to beat anything that these guys did at that time now even now you know it's just so they were so funny
2: so, I know almost all of those guys were on SNL, like, as right. cast. Was John Candy? I can't recall no. if John Candy was SNL or second, if he was just He's a Second good. City guy.
0: No, he's a Second, he's a second City guy. <laughs> okay, he's yeah. from the Second City Comedy Club in Chicago, so.
1: He only appeared on SNL twice, uh, in hosting in 1983.
0: Jeez. He was too funny. That was the problem.
2: Yeah. All, all the heavy comedians, oh, sorry. man. They All the heavy comedians, they're just too funny. They can't make it. It kills Carlin,
0: Car- Carlin hosted the first episode of Saturday Night Live, and they're like, ooh, wow, you're too good.
1: <laughs> 91% critic
0: score,
1: 87% audience score.
0: Oh, man, fuck whatever 13% of people don't like this movie. Right? <laughs> what oh, let
1: me I just closed it but I'll read what those 13% people say yeah I'm curious
2: we're gonna pretend like it's hate mail <laughs> and we're gonna respond we're gonna respond in proxy for as though they're off. talking
0: directly to us <laughs> yeah
2: we're gonna take this personally you guys ready
0: <laughs> wow
2: so
1: this one of them just says pretty dispensable I don't even know what that means
0: fuck you how fuck is it dispensable it's the only Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> yeah, really.
2: It's indispensable for that fact. <laughs>
1: the movie falls into the trap of wimpy and bland sentimentality. Wow.
0: Bullshit, it does.
1: <laughs> those Man, are, the, the story those of, are the only two right like, off the
0: bat. Del Griffith's story arc from from you thinking that he's just a traveling salesman to you realizing that he's a homeless widower is fucking intense like that is super super heart-wrenching when you really think about somebody being in that position like that moment when when um he puts it all together when he's on the elevated and then he comes back to like find him sitting in the train station he's like what are you doing here like i thought you were going home and he like reveals that he has no home like that is that's something, man. That's super.
1: Yeah, he said she'd incredible. been dead for years or something.
0: Yeah. Like, it's if you think this is just sentimentality, then you weren't paying attention to the writing because it's a really tight script, a really funny script that all builds to that one point. And that yeah. is
2: not an easy thing to pull up. you right in the heart.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh,
2: his wife is dead, he's homeless. He's on the road because that's how he, like, lives now.
0: Lives, yeah. Yeah. Going from, like, diner to diner and, like, open all-night bus station and train station. Like, treading
2: water to do everything to not be completely homeless. Selling like, earrings. I've dudes, like I've met dudes like that before. <laughs> like it's a hard fucking life. I'm not. Laugh-
1: I'm not laughing at those dudes. I'm laughing at the selling earrings. That was a fucking amazing <laughs> oh, yeah. part of the movie.
2: That is such a great part.
1: <laughs> you look at least uh, in your. What does he say? In your teens or tw- ten years younger or something? No, so? he yeah.
0: says you look at least eighteen years <laughs> old. Yeah, there you go. There you yeah, go. and then they're all like fifties.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no! This this movie's great. Like, I watch it every single year. Um, so right now, like, obviously, you know, I'm in a hotel room. You're going to tell by the magnificent interior. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> decorative. I know, right? Melvin, <laughs> beige, beige curtain. <laughs> I'm not going to so, lie.
2: I wish uh, I had one of those air conditioning units in my room. I mean, those, oh, things, dude, are so those things are powerful. <laughs> yeah, they
0: are. I kind barely turned it on, and it's, like, freezing already. But, <laughs> it's so, what, shit, I was going to say something. So, I'm on a road trip with Hannah right now. One of my favorite scenes in the movie, obviously, is when he, when Steve Martin's asleep, and he's singing the mess around, Right. And, you know, obviously it goes very poorly. He gets stuck in his jacket and, like, you know, almost hit a deer. (laughs) He, like, handcuffs
2: himself to the seat by accident somehow with his jacket. It is the most bizarre thing.
0: <laughs> one of the greatest moments and something that I almost actually did. I only got one hand caught, but I've actually done something very similar to that. And it was, I mean, I have fun.
2: two, it is awful. <laughs> and you're, and you're panicking so much. You don't think to just pull your arm out of the sleeve. You don't, yeah, exactly. you fucking don't. <laughs>
1: like, or just stop the car.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's easy to watch that scene and be like, just pull your arm out of the sleeve. But no, you
0: can't. Or, or just, just pull over for like two seconds. Yeah, Nobody's like, going to care.
2: Up, move the steering wheel over and like get off the gas.
0: To be fair, he right? was
1: he was like 350 pounds. It probably was hard to get the arms out. But when you get your yeah. one arm stuck and you can't get it out, just pull over. Just stop yeah, the just, car. you know,
0: just, <laughs> here we go. So... Today, I put on Spotify, I put The Mess Around on, and then I just searched for a station and hit shuffle. You know, I I built a a station off of that song, like you would on Pandora or whatever. And within, like, an hour, Hannah's like, wow, I really like this music. And it's all, you know, that kind of bebop and, like, jazzy and, like, you know, doo-wop and stuff like that. And she loved it. And, like, those moments that are the the travel movie like the road trip movie are so universal especially to to americans because who hasn't done that like who hasn't driven through like i drove through kansas today fuck that nobody like like Driving nobody likes it.
2: is like four hours maybe five um, if you stop but it feels
0: like nothing. (laughs) Yes.
1: And they don't like like people of your color.
0: (laughs) That's why we barely (laughs) stop. But like, it's, it's one of those things that like all of us have done that. All of us have like traveled to a different state, like, or had some ridiculous thing. I remember like maybe three years ago, we were coming back from Virginia and we made it to Fort Morgan and one of our tires blew out. Like, you know, like, like you're, you're an hour away from home and now you have to ride in the back of a freezer truck. You know, like that's, that's so typical of like these kind of trips where so much can go wrong. And like it, 90% of the time it's completely uneventful, but there's always that one insane thing that happens. So I just doomed my drive tomorrow.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Experienced several of these similar, like, you know, traditional travel things when I came Mm -hmm. to Colorado, like 10, you know, almost 10 years ago, no, almost more than 10 years ago with my dad because my parents didn't want me driving across the country by myself.
0: <laughs> so like well, my wife didn't want me driving across the country by myself this week. <laughs>
2: so, like we made it all the way to like the eastern tip of Kansas and decided to park it for the night and we were fucking starving cuz we just like plowed through. And mm-hmm. we find this like r- we find like the only place to eat in this like dinky farm town that's like Maybe a handful of double wides, like three brick houses from the '60s, and like just farms as far and as the eye can eating. see. Probably. <laughs> so the only there was a restaurant, cross on fire. Like the only restaurant in town is this fucking pizza joint, and it's right across the street from the largest graveyard I have ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> like it goes on for miles. This felt like a horror movie. <laughs> like that was the trope that we were They're experiencing in our
1: travel. You, it, it's,
2: it's called Graveyard Pizza. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> that would be like amazing. Wrong turned at some point.
1: <laughs> I I I absolutely <laughs> fucking love road trips. It's one of my favorite things to do. Me too. I for you know for the longest time I I flew. I was gone for for almost three years. I was gone every other week uh, flying somewhere picking up the rental car, checking into a hotel. Sometimes I had two trips in one week where I would go to a different state and then come back to the original state and then come back to Colorado. Like, it was a fucking nightmare. Uh, I loved it. That was the funnest job, but I loved to road trip. We did did a road trip from here to Vancouver all the way to Mexico to Vegas and then back home. And it was probably the most fun I've had in, in, in a long, long time. And it's the same shit. We were parking where we could. We parked... Under Mount Vesuvius, on a campground in the middle of the night, we parked in fucking San Francisco we couldn't find parking, so we parked i think in a library parking lot with next to somebody whose car was on and they had like newspaper in all of their windows. It was really fucked up it was weird, so somebody stayed up it was their night. house yeah, yeah 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 so so I, I just I love the experience I love being able to stop whenever I want, do whatever i want and and it's so and I, I think that's why I liked this movie so much, even though they were having Nothing but awful luck. It just seemed like a really cool, fun adventure that I could peer into even though they weren't necessarily having the most fun. But you, the, but they be, they almost like became best friends. They had their stepf- stepbrothers moment when he's like, my wife's dead, bro. They were like, oh, he, you know, he brought him into his home. Did he introduced him, him to his friends? kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like what it was, just sad. It, I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. You know, it, it it's it's such a good movie, but I, I I miss John Candy because of it. Um Steve Martin is still obviously around. He's doing whatever, playing a banjo, I think, somewhere.
0: He's making another father. <laughs> of fascinatingly or enough you know? fascinatingly <laughs> enough, after watching this uh for the for the show, I sat and watched like two hours of Steve Martin playing banjo. <laughs> like <laughs> that dude is crazy good at the banjo. <laughs> like I don't know. I I love this movie. I love like I'm the same way. I I I hate flying. I don't like to fly. You know, it freaks me out and all sorts of other stuff. But so almost every time I've traveled ac- across country has been by car and I've I mean I've seen so much of the country because of that. Like I know, you know, I know we're getting kind of towards the end of Kansas because we hit the Flint Hills. You know, like I know, you know, I know when we're getting close to the end of Kentucky because of like the way the trees change. Like, you know, you get to a point where you've seen enough of the country and you've gone like we always bypass the the 70 where there's a tollway and it's we've done it so many times that I like recognize the houses and don't have to follow Google Maps. Like I You know, it's like one of those things where you become familiar with like the not obviously not the entirety entirety, but like with big parts of this country, which is something most, you know, unless you live in China or Russia, you don't live in a country big enough to do that. You know, most most countries you drive two hours and you're on the other end of it or you drive two days and you're on the other end of it because you live in like, you know, Bangladesh or something and there's not really roads you know <laughs> yeah. but it's it, i i love that i love that feeling i love you know dude i'm I'm in a 50 dollar hotel right now fuck yeah <laughs> I, I i just didn't want to sleep in my car so i found like a cheap place to sleep and that's perfect because all i'm gonna do i'm gonna finish this i'm gonna go you know turn on the tv go to bed wake up early in the morning and get going again you know and that's that's something that I like, you know, even going back to when I was in a band and like high school and stuff, you know, we went all through the South and everything, just sleeping on people's couches and sleeping in our van and like going from place to place every day. And that's really, really fun. Like, and this time I get to do it with my nine-year-old and it's awesome. You know, we listen to cool music. We listen to some ghost stories and a book about caffeine and, you know, it's, it's been good. Like
2: this mo- everybody seems to love this movie because everybody can relate to a road trip story, no matter how mundane I mean it sounds like Gabe, your trip so far sounds incredibly low key, but you had this amazing experience over music with Hannah, you know, like Juan has these experiences traveling to California and Texas and into Mexico. You know, my last big road trip was to Vegas Comic Con and our ride back was a fucking shit show because we drove through one of the worst fucking rainstorms I've ever seen in my <laughs> life through like switchback trails through Vale to Breckenridge to finally get into like, like central Colorado. And like there was that fucking vale,
1: cruise. that Vale Breckenridge drive is fucking awful. It's so. I hate uh, it. Yeah.
2: So imagine that middle of the night in a car with not great headlights. <laughs> I don't have those fancy LEDs. You know, this car's old. It's torrential fucking rain. I see maybe three feet in front of my car. And like at one point, there was a deer in the middle of the fucking road. And somehow I like been dieseled around that motherfucker without hitting it with one hand and the other hand on the e-brake because i was fishtailing all over the goddamn place
1: <laughs> that with AC? Like, did you go with ac
2: um no that was when i drove out with uh alicia and uh and we you know the ride out crazy fucking road t- road trip experience we went down to pagosa springs and we stayed at the hot springs then the following day after that we went to the four corners and then we like tried to fucking beeline it up to uh, the Grand Canyon, and then we finally went to Vegas. Like we had a full blown travel experience. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody loves. I don't <clears> know <throat> what it is about road tripping in America, but it feels like a very American thing.
1: I've only, I've only, hit, I've only not hit, I think six or seven states at this point. Plus, I've been to France. I've been to Germany. I've been to the Czech Republic. Um, I, I Mexico, Canada. I I fucking love to travel. It's one of my favorite things to do. I, I if I'm going to the United States, I don't want to terrorist. I, I love. Maybe I am. I love to I love <laughs> to travel because of those things. You know, we, we you, I, om, we almost hit uh, on our way to South Dakota. I think to to go see Mount Rushmore. I think we almost hit like a like a five foot fucking porcupine that was dead in the middle of the road. It was the fucking craziest <laughs> thing. And then there was just random. I one
2: in fucking on Castle Rock, it, like. It, a year ago, and I was like, what the fuck is that? I didn't... I'd never actually seen one before, but I knew what it was, and I was like, I had no idea they got that fucking big. I just thought they were like the size of a dog or something.
1: (laughs) On the same trip, we almost hit a moose. Like, shit's... I. I that's that's scary in the moment, but then my wife would remind, Remember the time you fucking almost hit that moose on the drive? Like there I love it. That I think that's why I connected with the movie so much. It's just a it's so fun to watch. It's not nothing serious until the very you know, what's the last like ten minutes of the movie where he tells what's going on. Otherwise it's just these two fucking morons having the worst fucking luck that they could have. The car's on fire, they're sitting on it, he's what does he say, my ass is charred, it looks like a whopper or something? shit like it's just fucking hilarious it's just was just such a good movie
0: he he says exactly how we've what we've all mentioned perfectly like no matter how awful a road trip is no matter how terrible something was no matter how shitty or okay no matter how shitty or crazy anything is At the end, it just ends up being a good story. Like, eventually, it becomes funny. Like, eventually, it becomes just a great story that you want to tell your friends. And, like, every road trip is like that. Because you have so much fucking time to fill that you end up just talking with people or listening to something new. Like, we listened to a whole fucking book today. Like, you know, that's... Actually, we listened to two books today. Like, that's that's, that's cool. Like... You know, you you discover new things about yourself and about the people that you're with, and that's that's really fun.
1: Well, then you have stories that I mean, he, I'm sure he got home and he told his daughter, you know, we fucking rammed a car into a hotel, and then we ran, we left,
0: like we, we just left. escaped, <laughs> <laughs> untraceable. <laughs> Fan the 80s were a different time.
1: <laughs> I, I'm going to give it two thumbs up. I, I really enjoyed this. I, I miss John Candy. I miss Steve Martin doing comedies. He doesn't, he doesn't, as far as I know, he doesn't act anymore. He doesn't
0: do much. Not really. Yeah. Uh-huh. What do you give it, Tim?
2: Oh, I love this movie. It, it doesn't really bear rating. It's just a great fucking film. And that's all that really needs to be said. Watch I give movies. it 12 out of
0: 10 shower curtains.
2: If you, if you haven't seen this movie, fucking watch it. Don't be yeah. Don't be one of those people that's like, hashtag never seen Star Wars. Fuck you. Watch this movie. Stop being a <laughs> like, There's no reason be... for you to not watch this movie. There really isn't. Even if you don't this speak be... English, it's in other languages. Shut up and watch it.
0: <laughs> I, I think this is the first movie that... All three of us would say, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Definitely, yeah, right. definitely. Noel's yeah. not here, but you know he would agree. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is a this is a must-watch. If you if you like laughing and you like having feelings, this is a must-watch. movie. <laughs> Everything about awesome. this film is completely relatable. Yeah. It's it's life. It's a normal life. It's not sentimentality. It's how we live our lives.
1: <laughs> but it's a like little it, sentimental, though.
0: I mean, yeah, literally, we all
2: literally, live our lives that way. I mean, literally everything. You know, there's a guy out there that has watched this film that has been like, "Yep, remember when my car caught on fire?"
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Like,
2: you know, that is a thing for at least you know twenty people.
0: Having personally watched three cars burn to the ground i in know fact, know that this has happened to some people <laughs> yeah we
1: we got averted to I think Kansas City or something on an airplane because something was malfun- some one of the engines or some kind of or or some some kind of air pressure or something on our way back home from Georgia, I think, and we had to go somewhere else it was pretty nuts and scary too.
2: That's awesome.
0: I had that happen <laughs> I mean, not awesome. After the fact, it's awesome. No, At the time, die. it was probably like shit.
2: <laughs> I had that happen on a flight from Denver to Baltimore because both cities were experiencing snowstorms, and the runway in Baltimore was too icy. We had to circle for, like, goddamn ever because <laughs> they were literally, to... like, heater zambonying the fucking runway to melt the ice.
0: <laughs> and even when vi- we
2: landed, it was like... Oh god. <laughs> like it felt weird. One dude. of the very
0: few one of the very few times that I've actually flown, I was going from Denver to Illinois when I was in like 4th or 5th grade or something like that and there were snowstorms in both cities that I was going to, so I ended up getting diverted to Des Moines, Iowa and just spent the night in Des Moines airport. Ooh, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's probably part of why I hate flying.
1: <laughs> I I don't mind flying. I just I, I flew so much in three years that I, I've flown for the fucking a lifetime at this point. Like I I I don't mind yeah, it. I'm I, I prefer I'm a pro at flying, it's fine. Like I don't mind it. I, just, I prefer to drive if I can.
2: It's, I hate it, it's one of, but... Flying's one of those things where it's like you only really want to do it when it's one hundred percent necessary. Like yep. alright, like you know, I'm sure like Gabe is driving to Virginia right now, but I'm sure if the situation was a lot more grim, you'd totally be
0: flying. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Well, even the <laughs> even the last time when the situation was super grim, I just mainlined Red Bull and drove 24 straight hours. You or know that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you just go <laughs>
2: for it. I mean, that was me when I went to that Ohio Comic Con. I just beelined it right through the night and I made it there and maybe 30 hours for for me
1: (laughs) for me some of it is you know when we go to california you know i i either pay for an over uh, an overpriced flight to california and then we rent a car or we just rent a car and we fucking drive it's an overnight drive it's not super super crazy and we're there i don't have to worry about stopping somewhere getting another rental car spending the extra money you know it's it's not that big of a deal there's a guinea pig behind me
2: That's what I like that movie has this movie has literally brought out us like just telling travel stories to each other. (laughs) Like that like point
0: made. (laughs) Yeah, and that's and that's exactly what this movie is. It's about (laughs) it's about its relatability and how important family is and how important just being with someone that you like is. Like it's fun. It's great. But bro travel movie.
2: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Carries well, more weight right wrote. now during COVID too when so many people can't be together. Maybe that's why Jason picked this. I know he said he had Maybe. a reason why he picked it, even though it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I don't think he labeled <laughs> it a Christmas movie, though.
0: He said a holiday movie. Yeah. yeah.
1: Take us out. So up. now do I get to wrap it up?
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Well, be sure to check us out, TOTLB.com. That's where you can find links to all of our social media. And of course, go to youtube.com slash thinking outside the long box, hit subscribe and the notifications button. That way, you too can watch us on YouTube and join us on Patreon, Patreon patreon.com slash TOTLB. That's where you can find our shop, which has our calendar and all sorts of other stuff. Um, there's all sorts of pets I feel like I should just like hold Hannah in front of the (laughs) camera but I don't want to do that (laughs) and then uh, finally of course uh, there was once a man who loved midgets and he died making love to midgets I assume his name's Michael Kirk you can give us a call on the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline 970-573-6148 leave us a message about anything we talked about tell us your road stories we'd love to hear about your travels as well Until next time, I've been Gabe.
2: I'm Tim. I'm Juan. Bye. Bye. And that's a guinea pig.
1: The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe. The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Albi is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a barren Space production.